mentally it got to a stage when I was in hospital for that week or so that I didn't think I was going to make it. That's the voice of Michael Walsh. Michael moved to Harvey Bay from the Goulburn Valley at the start of 2017. A fitness trainer at a local gym, it didn't take long for Michael to join local Aussie Rules Club Bay Power to indulge in one of his greatest passions. But the move to Australia's whale watching capital would soon turn into a fight for his life. Negative thoughts started coming in, so I was more thinking about I'm not going to get married, I'm not going to have kids, whatever, I'm not going to see my nieces grow up. I was thinking that. And then you start and also start thinking I'm not going to be able to work again, which I'm back at work. And footy's just a side on adding that it'll be great to run out there, but it's not the most. Not the most important thing, but it's fun and we'll go from there. Here, Michael talks honestly and openly about his battle against leukaemia, the effect it had on his family and the true impact of the Leukaemia Foundation's help. He outlines his plans to not only raise money for the foundation, but to encourage people to donate blood and register as bone marrow donors. I grew up in um, country Victoria, Kyabram, um, in the Golden Valley um, and grew up there for pretty much all my life. And then we only moved up to um, Queensland um, a year ago. So early, um, early, late Feb, moved up last year, so. So, so what brought you up, or I guess, was it just the... Um, we sort of always wanted to move up to um, Queensland, but we weren't sure where we wanted to go. And um, we had family up, up here, but we were thinking Sunshine Coast, but me and my partner got jobs in Harvey Bay, so that's where we stayed. So it worked out really well. Awesome. And you had a few games last year, how was that? Um, yeah, it was really good. We were undefeated for the first four games and then I left and they started losing. So, um, no, nah, but no, nah, it was good fun. I had to, yeah. So the last game I started bruising up real, really, really bad and thought I'd better get a blood test. So, and that's when I found out. Is that what it was? Was it like the bruising from that game? Yeah. Or other things? Or um, the... oh, well, I've always had low platelets, which is the blood cells that, um, um, clot your blood so you don't bleed out. Always had low um, platelets. So in 2010, I got a blood test because I was bruising up from footy and they did the, all the bone marrow um, biopsies and stuff like that and, um, and found out there might be something wrong. So they um, went to put the pick line in, um, in my arm and they um, asked them what's this for and they said to put in the chemo and that's before we even knew what was going on, so that was pretty scary. But then the doctors found out that my level stabilised, so they pulled it out and I was right for seven years until I got another blood test. Mum would probably tell you, I was always bruised up as a kid and stuff, and we just thought it was just because I was falling over and just being sort of rough and stuff like that, but um, never thought it was really serious. And I sort of, for that seven years after, when they said I'm all right, I thought, probably naive and thought I'm going to be right, I just bruise, it's fine. But then it got progressively worse as the levels dropped down. I got the blood test on the Friday Arvo before the Gympie game and he rang me and he said, your platelets are at 12. Um, we need to get you in somewhere. So I thought I'd play one more game of footy and then um, then tell mum and that and dad and that and then um, yeah, we were in the, what happened, when we were in the hospital, they called me up and said, you better get down to the hospital. So I went down there and then got, um, they said, you better go to Sunshine Coast or Brisbane. And I chose Brisbane just because it was a bigger hospital. 
Um, so you got a um, referral down there. What was that like? The the phone call to to tell you the platelets were at twelve hundred. Uh-huh. What should they be at? They're so normal platelets in a normal person are, um, I think it's one fifty, one one fifty to um, three hundred, and mine are always been sitting in the thirties or the fifties, and that. But then they got down to twelve, and yeah, so so that was, it was pretty pretty scary. But at the same time, when I got that phone call, I was again naive and just said, "Oh, they're they're always low. Like it's fine. Like I'm gonna be fine," sort of thing. But I probably knew deep down that there is something wrong and had to go in. So when did the seriousness of it, I guess, dawn? Probably when we went when whilst we went to the Royal Brisbane Hospital just to um, have a meeting with the haematologist, and she said she when me and Phoebe were in the um, interview, she said um, went through the whole um, appointment, and at the end she said, "I know you have it." you thought it was just part of life but because you've had it for so long but it's really serious and that's when it sort of hit home and Phoebe sort of started crying and mum was upset and and then um, I realised yeah there's probably something wrong here um, and then we were pretty much in Brisbane from then from September so I had to stay down there. Did you know that you'd be or went, I guess when you were down there in September did you know how long you'd been there or no, I just thought I just thought um, we'll get they'll send me send me home and just monitor it and stuff like that. But she said on that appointment, the um, hematologist, she said we're going to give you a um, bag of platelets um, today. And I th- I thought I don't need them. My body's just going to increase. It always does, so it's fine. But got got the bag of platelets and we stayed there that night. And then from there we had to have appointments every three, was it every three days? Two to three days a week and um, started out not too bad, getting a bag of blood and a bag of platelets maybe once a week. As we got closer, as we got closer down the track, I ended up having platelets every, every three days, Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays, just to, um, just to, boosted levels up because they kept on dropping down and then that's when um, I sort of pre- started to appreciate people that give blood and stuff like that because you know the importance of it but you don't know how drastic it is until you go through it yourself and it ended up being my platelets my body fought off the platelets so it wasn't accepting the transfusions um, so my plate. I was getting a bag of platelets when I was sitting at seven, and then they were just going to eight, and they should go up to about sixty, and they they're meant to die after three days, but they were just um, dying straight away. So I got down to one platelet, and that was pretty scary. Um, and then we got the we got giant. They did a Australia search for the um, the match don um, platelets donors. So. And they found seven in Australia that were, um, sorry, that were matched to me, and they were on a roster to keep to keep me alive, right up to me transplant. And yeah, I'd love to meet them people, but I don't think you can. But and so, 
my trans my they found out my they told me I didn't need a bone marrow transplant, and the donor they found a donor that was hundred percent match, um, in Canada, and after two years I get to meet meet her, which will be really good because she saved me life, and yeah, so went from there. Even even before that search for the plate, what what's that like? I guess how. Are you mentally strong then, or are you thinking the worst? Or is um, I was probably, I was scared, like, when they just told me how serious it was, and then you'd get on the Google search and and look up what happens, and you just see the worst, and then you just think that it's not going to be okay. But And then um, when they tried the match platelets, um, the... the doctor rang me up and she said they've gone up to 63 and I was I just gave mum a cuddle and we come we weren't meant to but we come back here for the weekend to um to see everyone and then that's when we started thinking a bit more positive about everything just knowing that there's there were seven matches like what we touched before before we started talking Mm. we touched on the importance of people donating yeah 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 it's yeah, unbelievable the, the, um, how much like it means to everyone to just donate blood. Like it only takes thirty minutes, thirty minutes, and and you could save someone's life. And you actually get a text message when you give blood, and it tells you where the blood's gone. So to what hospital? So that's pretty cool as well. You know, I guess coming back to that to that weekend or that, that week you had up here. Yeah. What was that like? I guess being able to see people again after what you've been through. And yeah. No. It was. It was really good seeing everyone. Um, at the same time, I was. I was probably from that point a little bit of a bit of a grumpy, ask this what why me sort of thing, and then I started to change my thought. I had a had a um, one of Phoebe's friends that she used to go to school with. Um, went through the same thing but he he actually had AML so acute myeloid leukemia so it was a little bit worse worse than me and he I, I messaged him and he just said positives positivity is the key and you hear that a lot but it really is because when you start thinking positives good things happen and yeah he he helped me through a lot every step of the way I just um, after the transplant, when you're in recovery and you're feeling crap, it's just and something happens, you get an infection. I text, I text him and to say, "Is this normal? Did this happen to you?" And he's just like, "Yeah, it happens. It's part of it. You just need to roll with it." Sort of thing. So he helped me a lot as well, which is great. What What was the time like between then and now? Um, was it all positive? Was it all? Yeah, from then I started thinking more positive as I started to feel better. So you have your, your transplant and um the first 14 days are meant to be the worst you're meant to be in hospital for about um a month afterwards and then once your levels start your white cells start to come up you can go go home but you got to stay in brisbane for 100 days so just in case something goes wrong so you've have you have a few so it's pretty tough pretty tough i went through a tough patch in hospital mentally and um sort of lost it a little bit but just all the support from the family and my friends and stuff um just helped me through that little bit of a patch and a little bit of a hiccup and 
and since then I've been been pretty good. Got a little bit of an infection in my Hickman line, so they had to whack that out. Um, so they did that, and um, since I've come home, it's just been yeah, been awesome. Back back to normal, back feeling myself again. You playing footy this week? Yeah, so play first game tomorrow against Gimpy, so they'll be they'll be fun. And you when you go through stuff like this, you, before this I thought footy was the be all and end all sort of thing, but you realise that's not the most um, important thing. It's just something you do but it's also great to do something that I've um, didn't think I'll sit in hospital didn't think I'd have a chance to do again so that's yeah that's good August have you trained much is it um, um did it come back yeah uh, fitness is not too flash but that wasn't too flash at, beforehand but I got more blood cells so I should be should be able to run a little bit further in, in getting onto the, the fundraising, what exactly are you fundraising for? Yeah, so yeah, so this is what I really want to talk about. Just um, just fundraising just for the Leukemia Foundation, because without them, like we we wouldn't have been able to sustain. Mama had to, Mama had to quit her job when she um, found out, and obviously I wasn't working, and Dad had to travel back and forth all the time. So we wouldn't be able to afford accommodation near the hospital and we had to stay there for nine months. Um, Leukemia Foundation paid for everything as they do for all the families affected with blood blood cancers or disorders, bone marrow disorders. So without them, you, no one would be able to um, manage or cope, cope with that. Um, we went to um, Christmas, they had, a, they had a bit of a fundraiser thing, sort of get together for all the people that are affected by it and the, the head lady. That lady is Elaine Gamer, one of the main faces of the Fraser Coast branch of the Leukemia Foundation. She's volunteered with the foundation for the past 39 years and served 29 of those on the Queensland board. She was recently awarded one of Australia's highest honours when she was one of four Fraser Coast residents to be recognised in the Queen's birthday honours list. I don't know if it was her family member or daughter or something and I hope she doesn't mind me telling this they had to fly into Brisbane and they had to this was before the Leukemia Foundation started they had to stay in their car while she was getting treatment um, they had to sleep in their car while she was getting treatment because um, they just couldn't afford it because it was before the Leukemia Foundation so she started that up and it just helps everyone now we've got friends in that that we met down there from Townsville and they have to, obviously, they had to shift their whole family, their kids and that, to start school in Brisbane. And they, Leukemia Foundation pays for all that as well. So every every dollar counts sort of thing helps out. I think it's, they said, $217 for a night's accommodation for a, a family in Brisbane. So if you add that up for how long I stayed there, or some people that stay there for longer, it's yeah, it's a fair whack. So it's good to raise money for that. They they were awesome straight away. We had a meeting with the consultant, and they said we we don't we don't want you to have to worry about this, and you don't have to because we've we that's what we do. And it just took took like a bit of a lot of stress off our our shoulders because it's the last thing that. Um, people want to do when they're going through something is worry about bills coming in how am I going to pay that 
there's just more should be worrying about helping their um, loved one out and getting them through tough times. So that's what it's all about, and that's why I'm just trying to um, go big and just raise raise as much money as we can for it to help everyone out. Do you have a, a target or a goal? Um, I started off with um, I put on the thing on the link five grand, but I reckon we can nearly beat that now. We've spent two days and we're at we're at one thousand one hundred and sixty four. So. We're doing pretty well at the start. Um, we got Collingwood Footy Club are going to sign a jumper for me to to get auctioned off, um, and another bloke said he can also get a few more Brisbane Bears players to sign it as well. So hopefully that can raise a bit of money as well. Um, Bay Power is going to do a um, few fundraiser days, and we're just going to try and get everyone on board and chip away at it. Thank you for listening to Michael's story. You can donate to his fundraiser give.everydayhero.com forward slash au forward slash leukemia dash foundation.